All right, everybody, welcome back. Episode number five of the Scott DeConing Leadership Podcast. I am Scott DeConing. Uh, I want to thank you for being here with me on this episode. We're going to talk about something that I think is mentioned in a lot of places, but actually, I want to talk about where it comes into from a leadership perspective. Now, uh, this is something, again, you've probably heard multiple places, but I'm going to talk about mindset. The reason I want to talk about mindset is because I've actually had to change mine dramatically to get to where I am. Now, I'm not saying I'm where, I'm where I want to be, and I don't think I ever will be because I'm just going to try and keep going and growing. What I'm saying is that from where I was to where I am now is night and day. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me and my history on different topics. And I'm not saying it to gloat or to throw myself under the bus or anything like that. I'm saying it because I believe somebody listening to this can relate. You've been in somewhat the same position as I was before I actually started taking the steps to move forward. So we're going to talk about mindset. And when we talk about mindset, specifically around uh, learning new things, right? Uh, I thought my way was the best way. And that was based off things I was taught, uh, whether it be in school or certain life lessons, whatever the case may be. I was very much set that what I knew was the right answer. And the more people pushed, the more I dug my heels in to push back. So um, what I really had to do, and I've been working on a lot in the last, I would say, four or five years especially, is really focusing on keeping an open mind. Understanding that what I know may not be the best way to do things. What I've been taught growing up in school, uh, lessons as a kid, whatever the case may be, everything I know, I believe because somebody has told me what they believe the right answer is. Now, some are absolutely correct. Don't get me wrong. You don't put your finger in a light socket. I think we're all good there, right? Uh, you're going to get a pretty good zap. Some people have died from that, so don't do it. Now, those life lessons are crucial. I wouldn't at this point say, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I were to put a penny in a light socket or a fork, no, a fork in a life, light socket. In fact, right now, I'm trying to teach my daughter with my wife, of course, not to do those things. Watch out when you go down the stairs because you could fall and get hurt. Um, don't ride your bike without a helmet because you could get hurt, right? And I find, especially in the first two years, as to what I can speak of so far, you're basically trying to teach them how not to hurt themselves. Because kids will go in and they're like, whatever, let's do this. And I believe that we were at that position as well. We were open-minded. Everything that we had was just coming in and going right into our mind and being like, okay, that's got to be right. It's because I was taught that way, right? And which is uh, okay. It becomes a problem though, where we believe that there's no other option. And that's why I want to talk about mindset. There's two types of mindsets that I want to talk about. And this is where uh, I got this idea from the book I'm actually listening to right now called Mindset by Carol Dweck. I highly recommend downloading it or buying it if you prefer the paper copy. Again, I do audiobooks. So this is why I am currently focused on mindset 
one, I've been focused on it for a while, but I'm listening to a book called Mindset. So that's why I wanted to make sure that, uh, that we talked about it. We have to understand, and I had, this was really hard for me to hear. So if it's hard for you to hear, again, I apologize. I'm going to be a little bit blunt. What we may have been taught all the way from kids is wrong. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Uh, now, again, we can pick and choose. We want to make sure that we're choosing the right ones that are actually correct. But if we take a look at finances, for example, I thought the way I was dealing with money was the end all be all. This is the way it is because that's all I've ever done. That is all I've ever done. Then I was introduced to a number of different things. For example, I was introduced to a book that a lot of you have probably heard of, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I ended up buying this just before I got on a plane to come home to where I live. And even though it was about a 45-minute flight, it felt like two minutes because as soon as I opened that book, it's like it spoke to me. It's like everything that I knew about money was wrong. Now, obviously, this podcast isn't about financial decisions. It's about leadership. But it just goes to show how I was able to shift my mind because I'm looking at this. I don't give you one example of what it talks about that I misunderstood. The way Rich Dad Poor Dad explains an asset is it's something that's putting money into your pocket. Something that takes money into your pocket or puts money into your pocket. A liability is something that takes money from your pocket. So anything that's taking money away is obviously a bad thing. It's a liability. The reason this becomes a big deal is because most people think that their house is their biggest asset, which is actually incorrect. Until you sell it, assuming that you sold it for more than what you paid for it, it's actually a liability. Because with all the maintenance that goes into keeping a house, a yard, and everything in between up to date or from breaking or after it broke, <laughs> I can speak from experience, uh, costs money. That's money coming out of my pocket. If I have to get a plumber to come in and fix one of the pipes, I have to take money out of my pocket and give it to him. According to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's considered a liability. This is just one avenue where I had to go, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. This is completely opposite to what I've ever been taught or understood about an asset or a liability. But now that I've actually given it some serious thought, because I read this book a few times, but the first time I read it was probably five, six, seven years ago. And ever since then, it's been an eye-opener for me. And it's little things like when we were looking to buy a house, uh, recently my wife and I were looking at it, and the person who was at the show home said this person or this house has, uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but something like additional value. As soon as you turn the key, you've made money, which is incorrect. I haven't made money until I've sold it. Everything that happens with a house when it gets older, right, therefore it becomes a liability. But understanding that now, when I heard that, I was like, hold on, wait, 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 no, 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 that's, something's not right here. Something's not right. What I had before 
is one of the two mindsets I want to talk about and that talks about in this mindset book by Carol Dweck. The first mindset that I had without a shadow of a doubt was a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is it's my way or the highway. This is what I believe. And there's no, there's no going back. Here it is. What I ended up becoming in this avenue was a growth mindset. And a growth mindset, and of course, I'm going to elaborate a little bit in different terms on this, but what a growth mindset basically understands is what I know right now is good for right now, but it's not my end goal. I need, I know that with an open mind and some studying and some learning and whatever else, I can get to wherever I need to be. To give you another example of a fixed mindset, and this is what she really explains at the beginning of the book, Mindset. She explains the fact that when somebody is given a grade in school, which is another avenue which I'm, I mean, I believe education is important. I, I think the way that it's being taught now needs to be updated because we're, we have the same style that's been in place for the last 150 years, I think is the last number I heard. So um, education is important. People need to learn the basics at least. I think what ends up happening is they end up teaching what they know, the teachers do, and what they tell the students. And I'm not profiling every teacher. Please don't write me and say, oh, you hate teachers. I do not hate teachers. I have a lot of friends that are teachers. I think they do awesome work. What I am saying is with a fixed mindset based off this book that I'm listening to is when somebody is given a grade, even us as kids, when we were given a grade with a fixed mindset, those people believe that is who they are. They cannot change. If I get a low grade, I must be dumb. So the rest of my schooling, I'm going to be dumb. Or if I got an, an A or 100%, depending on the grade, some of them do percent. If I got 100% on that or 95%, mentally now, I'm an awesome student. I'm going to take schooling differently. I'm going to, I'm going to look at it and say, okay, I can't get below an A because that's who I am. And that's the thing about a fixed mindset from my understanding is people who have a fixed mindset believe that there is no other option. This is who they are. There's no changing. it. People with a growth mindset will take a look at a grade and they will actually look at it and say, okay, well, this is a good grade. I have to work hard to get that grade again. And here's an example. And this is one that I take right from that book, Mindset, from Carol Dweck. Please, uh, please again, feel free to download it, buy it, whatever you got to do. It goes into a lot more detail than what I'm giving you here. I'm just giving you my perspective on it. And I highly recommend getting that book. So um, I'll put an Amazon link in the description, maybe. And uh, hopefully that'll help you identify what book I'm talking about. What it identified was a situation where somebody goes in and they've studied really hard for a test. Once the test is over, they get their grade back and they realize that they got a C. Now they're a fixed mindset. They've only had A's or B's. And in this case, they got a C. On top of that, 
they go to their car, they have a parking ticket. On top of that, after having a pretty bad day, they call their friend and their friend just blows them off and says, I got to go. No questions. No, sorry, I need to do whatever. It's just, I got to go. Hangs up. How would you react to that situation? How would you take the, the grade, first of all, followed by the ticket, followed by the person, I'm going to say, rejecting you, rejecting your phone call, not wanting to talk at that time? How would you take it? Answering this could help you to identify whether or not, in this avenue anyway, you have a fixed or growth mindset. Because in the book, what she identified is most people who had a fixed mindset would take this and be like, I usually get an A or B, I got a C, I'm a failure. Not I failed, okay, watch the wording there. Not I failed, I'm a failure. And I love the way Zig Ziglar says this, failure is an event, not a person. When you fail at something, you do not become a failure. You failed at an event or trying to do a situation. You do not become a failure. Most people, if not all people, who have succeeded to the point where they have, and I'm talking about being a leadership person, where I can help you, help you increase your leadership skills, help your team improve their leader, their follow, their employee skills, their productivity, the way that uh, we we interact with people. I'm telling you that I can help you in those situations, and these podcasts, I'm hoping are are helping you to identify that. And I hope I've given you the tools to identify that. In order for me to get to where I am, to the point where I believe I can help, I've made the mistakes. I've gone to somebody and said, what are you doing? Pretty much in his words, unfortunately. And now looking back, I'm like, what was I doing? Right? But I'll look at somebody if I'm going to give them feedback. And I used to say, well, why did you do that? What are you doing? Smarten up. Right? And that obviously is not good. <laughs> Looking back at it now, I know what I would do. But I had to make those mistakes to understand where I am today and why I believe I've learned how I can help others increase their feedback. Now, I've, t- I've said it in a couple of previous episodes. Uh, episode number three talks about the personality tests that we, do, that we talked about earlier. Understanding what personality you are understanding what personality somebody else is and understanding how I'll have to change my communication style to match that person's personality. That is something that we identified. I had to learn that because I didn't even know it existed. I had to make those mistakes, but I'll tell you this with a growth mindset, understanding that I'm wrong in this category. I'm going to say that again, because I think that's really important. Understanding that I'm wrong, not somebody else. I'm wrong in this case. How can I change it? That is a growth mindset. A fixed mindset says, oh, well, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) They don't know what they're doing. Oh, well, right? And they are not willing to improve. So what I want to focus on is a growth set, fixed mindset, And what mindset are you in right now when it comes to leadership? 
because I will say this, when it comes to both mindsets, I've noticed that I could be a, still in a fixed mindset today on certain topics and a growth mindset in others. Things that I believe that I know how to do very well, I tend to find myself, especially knowing, being aware of what's happening right now, I tend to know that I can be in a fixed mindset. It's always worked. I know what I'm doing. I set up a system, go, right? Anybody who comes in and tries to tell me the better system, I have in the past kind of just pushed that idea away. Nope, that won't work. I have a system. This is what I'm doing. In other areas, one of which I mentioned earlier in this podcast, I have a growth mindset. Understanding that everything I've done with money, everything I've understood about money is wrong. Otherwise, I'd be rich. And I'm not yet. So if I take the fact that I do not have the income that I want, but there's other people who have done what I want to do and understand that my way got me to where I am, but their way got them to where they are, I'd be a fool not to at least ask them some questions. Now, it doesn't mean I'm going to dive right in and do what they do. You have to actually be able to identify that maybe I don't have a passion because there's a lot of, a lot of systems out there that will get you to where you want to be financially. I'm, I'm approached almost every day with a new system that will get me financially free. I have to understand what's my passion because there's still work involved. And if I'm not actually going to be in a position where I can um, work at it the way I'm working at this, it's just not going to work. But I had to get a growth mindset to understand that. I had to make some mistakes to understand that. I've actually, I've already spent some money understanding that. So I'm hoping that you learn from my mistakes. I'm hoping that you learn that um, to do what it is that you want to do to get to where you want to be. Now, when it comes to leadership, this is where we need to look at our system, look at our process, look at our team. In what areas, so let's take a look at our system. Who do we have in place where, okay? Look at our team because it's kind of one and the same. Who do we have in place where? What do they do? And how do they do it? Because if they are not doing what we need them to do, we need to then focus. Okay, is there something that I've said that is holding them back because I can't get out of my own way? I have this fixed mindset and I can't get out of my way to maybe bring on an idea that they've had. An idea that they have seen will work for them because they're doing the job more than we are. Yes, we're overseeing it. But they're, in the one, they're the ones in the mix doing the job. So if I had a fixed mindset where I've looked at it and said, well, it's, I mean, it's a good idea, but no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do what's always worked. Now, what if something that they come up with is more efficient, will save us money, especially long term? What I'd like to help companies do is understand that if I spend a little bit of money now, I will save money long term. That's really hard, I find, for a lot of leaders to understand. And if that's the first time that you've heard that concept, I want you to really focus on that. I want you to have a growth mindset right now, and I want you to really focus on that. If I have to spend a little bit of money now 
to save money later? Is that worthwhile? Think long term. Don't don't focus so much on the short term. Yes, things need to be fixed right now. Yes, there's always something that comes up that needs our attention right now. But if I have a person coming up and they have a situation that's going to cost a little bit more money than what we're spending right now, but over time is going to, let's say we need to put up $3,000, I'm just throwing out a random number, but down the road, it's going to save us $10,000 a day. Why wouldn't I put up that $3,000 ahead of time? When we have a fixed mindset, we don't even look at stuff like that. We're like, nope, this is our system. This is the way we've done it, even though it's costing us money, costing our team time and therefore money, and just wasting a whole lot of effort. They may have an idea. Most people do. Most employees that do the job usually have a, a strategy in, in mind that will actually help them be more efficient, take less time, and therefore cost less money. But I find that so many leaders are so fixed on what they're doing that they're not willing to put up any little bit of money or any little bit of effort to try a new system in the hopes that it could be better. Now, the reason I think a lot of people do it this way, in all fairness, is because there's a lot of coulds. I just said in that sentence. There are not any guarantees. The challenge with that is that people want to make decisions based on guarantees. What I will say is this, that's a really justified thought in the sense that you want to make sure that you're going to get the outcome that they get. But I will say this, if you're willing to take that risk on that person, there's a couple of benefits that are going to come out of it. Yes, the, the system may not work the way that they intended. But not only will they keep coming to you with ideas, and one will work, but they probably learned something new in the process that is going to help them move forward. So the process may not want to stay. That's up to you. I don't know what it looks like. I'm just giving an example. The process we may have to get rid of if it's not working. That's fine. What did that person learn? What did we learn as leaders? And what are we going to see moving forward? Again, it may not even be a money term long term. It may be a development term long term. But at least by listening, seeing if we can implement it, and then actually moving forward with it, has a lot of benefits. Yes, it may not work. I'm going to say this again because I think that's in the back of some people's minds. Yeah, but what if it doesn't work? What if it does? Will it put you out of business? Will it cost a little bit of money? Will, will you have to file bankruptcy? If the answer is yes to two of those questions, not will it cost a little bit of money, but if the answer is yes, that it will put you out of business or it'll put you in bankruptcy, then I think you're justified in maybe not doing it. Maybe, maybe not though. Maybe the idea will get you out of bankruptcy. We'll keep you in business. I don't know. This is why we have to keep a growth mindset, an open mindset to basically look at it and say, okay, well, let's do the math behind it. What are the long-term benefits? And then what are the short-term benefits? If I put up $3,000 right now, is that going to make me or save me $10,000 later? So when we have a fixed mindset as leaders, we're gonna, I find that we stick to a process even though it's old. It's inefficient. It frustrates our team. Therefore, we get frustrated because they're not doing being as efficient as they could be. When again, it's on us. 
if I have a growth mindset, I can go to the team and say, look, I understand that a lot of our processes are a little bit old. I would like to, as a group, come together and identify where we can modify certain areas to make things better, to make it more efficient. That's a growth mindset. And here's the harsh reality. And again, this may be hard to hear, especially if you if you have a fixed mindset, but I want you to switch that to a growth mindset for a second. This may be hard to hear that some of the problems, I'm not gonna say all of them, some of them may be us. I'm gonna let that marinate for a second. I strongly recommend and I would say the same thing if I was in the room with you right now. I strongly recommend that when you if you have these sessions, if you're looking at me and going or listening to me on the podcast, you're like, man, that's a really good idea. I think I'm going to bring that to my team. I want you to go into this meeting, into these sessions, with the understanding and the humility. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause there and say humility that anything that is said does not reflect on somebody's job does not affect anybody's job some of the most successful meetings i've ever been a, a part of and i and i'll admit i wasn't the leader in these meetings i was just part of it but some of the most successful meetings where we've made the most progress is where the leader at the time looked to us as a group and said that this is an open forum Anything that is said here will have no bearing on your job. Good or bad. I mean, if it's good, we'll give you the recognition. If it's bad, that's it. You won't lose your job. You won't be reprimanded. We need to know the truth. Now, if you have a fixed mindset, that's hard to hear. Because there's some people that you know are slacking. In your mind, they're slacking. Their numbers show that they may be slacking. Are they slacking? Or is our number or is our process inefficient? And that may be something that we have to identify. So I'm gonna I'm gonna close off there. I just want to identify that what mindset do you have? Is it a fixed mindset? Is that a growth mindset? Understand that we have both mindsets in different avenues of our life, whether it be a, a growth mindset or a fixed mindset, we have different mindsets in our life, depending on the topic. And I need us to understand that we can change it because the mindset that we've established, good or bad, is something that we've been taught, not something that is written in stone. If you wanna change something, you can change it. As a leader, you have the ability to inspire your team. Again, in episode number one, I talked about the difference between a leader and a manager. A leader being somebody who wants to move their team forward, help them grow, build them. A manager being somebody who just focuses on where you late where you late today. Do I have a parking spot anymore? Am I getting the more money? Right? And and we need to understand why are we doing this? And I go back to episode number one. If you haven't listened to it, I talk a lot about why are you a leader. I go into that detail and uh and I basically talk about how we need to go into this. Now, I'm talking about mindset and understanding that what you're dealing with now when it comes to mindset can change. 
where we are right now in every area of our life, every result that we have, we've been taught. Even right now, if I take a look and I have a dad bod, <laughs> uh, if I'm not in the shape that I want to be in even, that's something that I learned. And I can learn to fix it. Now, there's obviously people out there who have a bunch of ways to lose weight and all that kind of stuff. But it, a mindset is something that can be changed, can be fixed, can be relearned or untaught, if you will. Okay, so I have a, I want you to challenge yourself. What mindset do you have in the area of leadership with your team? Is it a growth mindset? Is it a fixed mindset? Okay, I want you to focus on those two first. Second of all, I want you to identify if it is, say, a fixed mindset, why is it a fixed mindset? And is that serving you and your team? If identifying that you could have a growth mindset to move you and your team forward, to bring up the morale, to bring up the productivity, is an avenue that you could take, that's a huge step. That's a step that I would say most people don't take, is identifying their weaknesses, whether it's uh, an area of shame, guilt, ego, pride, I don't know. Probably a number of those, right? But if you can actually identify that, wait a minute, as a leader, I'm not perfect. I am going to learn some of the stuff as I go, although I've gone through different trainings. you are going to get further ahead understanding that information than if you say, nope, this is the end-all be-all. Here's where I am. Take it or leave it. So again, what mindset are you? What mindset do you want to be? And how do you get there? If I can help you with that at all, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm going to put all of my social media links in the description and in the show notes if you're listening to this on podcast. If you're seeing this on YouTube, please feel free to leave a, a comment. Please feel free to connect me. I will get back to you as soon as possible. And from there, we can maybe connect and I can help you and, and your team in the future down the road. Because everything that I would do to help you, I would do just as we did here. What mindset do you have? I would try and identify that. I would identify that you know that. And what are we willing and able to fix? All right. I will talk to you guys on the next one. I hope this helped. Please, please, please reach out to me if I can help you yet anymore. I'll see you next week on the Scott Decoding Leadership Podcast. See you later.